In chapter 29 of Jeremiah's book, he writes this. To the exiles, build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat their produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters multiply there and do not decrease. But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. These instructions from the Lord through the hand of Jeremiah were literal for Daniel and for his friends. You might know them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which names given to them in exile while they served. The book of Daniel is an absolutely fascinating read, both the first six chapters, which are a narrative of faithful life in exile, and then chapters 7 through 12, which are prophecy. And while prophecy is more challenging to understand than narrative, it is essential to this story for reasons I'll tell in just a minute. In Daniel, there are many kings. The way the book flows, we can sometimes lose sight of um, the number of years there was an Israelite king when Daniel was exiled, but he's not mentioned. And then there's King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar has kind of a rough go, but is eventually humble before the living God. Then there's King Belshazzar, who gets out all of the old implements of uh, Israel, cups and plates, and a hand appears on the wall. Absolutely terrifying, Belshazzar. It says twice in the text that his face changed color and his knees were knocking, etc., etc. By the way, Belshazzar is not the only person in Daniel who's described as his face changing color. And then there's King Darius. And I want to read something that, that Darius writes at the very end of the narrative section of Daniel, which is chapter 6. Then Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in all my royal dominion, people are to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed, and his dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who has saved Daniel from the power of the lions. Perhaps you know the story of the fiery furnace where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the furnace for not great reasons. And by the way, it was a little bit urgent, the decree. And so the men who threw them in had to die, which is very sad. Perhaps you know the story of jealous people seeing Daniel's uh, success and favor with the king, tricking the king into sending him to the lion's den where God did not allow the lions to attack Daniel. And perhaps we learn something beautiful about Darius, who both loved Daniel, was unwilling to break the laws of his country, but also fasted that entire night. It says that Darius received no diversions that night. The apocalyptic section of Daniel, which, by the way, is written in Aramaic, random Bible factoid for you or piece of trivia. It is uh, one of the few books in the scripture that we have in two different uh, languages. And very few people remember that any of the Bible is written in Aramaic. Is a terrific section of the scripture if we remember what the point of prophecy is. Among other things, it reminds us that God always hears his people. We see God hearing his people in exile 
through Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's story, we see God hearing his people when kings are humbled before him. We see God hearing his people when kings are not humbled before him, and he topples nations for his glory and the good of neighbors. And then we see that he will always hear his people with these both near future and far future prophecies that are in so many of the books of scripture. So Daniel is, first of all, very interesting and enjoyable read. But second of all, reminds us of how to live in exile. The New Testament appropriates this language to remind all Christians that they are in exile, that our king, our citizenship is in heaven. And we get to seek the welfare of the city and then watch as the Lord utilizes our small acts in his hands and sovereignty for his glory and to bring people to himself and to encourage his people that he always hears them, he is always sovereign and faithful to them. <laughs>